Hello there. You're listening to Linda Pinizzato of the Condo Expert. And today we're not talking condos because we're busy talking about superstitions and uh, and why are there superstitions? I mean, they're all over the place. It's not just about sports or actually real estate. So today I've had the pleasure. Justin Goulet is here to chat about all of this. It's pretty interesting, isn't it, Justin? It is very interesting and it's been a blast. Thank you so much for letting me join you on the show, Linda. Oh, you're welcome. It's, it's, it's I love the energy. The energy is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I'm sure the listeners are enjoying it too. Nothing better than, you know, it's like that handshake. You ever walk up to someone that you shake their hand and they have a, not that they squeeze your hand to death and kill you. I'm t- not talking about that. <laughs> the death grip. Yeah. Yeah. No, not talking about that one. But you know, the one that they shake your hand and honestly, you feel like you're shaking a dead fish. Like there's no emotion. There's, there's it no strength. There's no power. There's a no boring n- handshake. Exactly. It's like, there's no substance. Yeah. It's nothing there. There's nothing there. No people, you can't do do that. Let me give you some advice. <laughs> okay, first impressions. People will take first impressions on people because of their handshakes. Oh no, for sure. If you have a yeah. strong handshake, oh, this person is a—he seems like a strong individual. Yeah, exactly. And look people in handshake. the face. Exactly. Look them eye to eye contact. Yep. Don't shake their hands, and you don't look like you give a damn because you're looking elsewhere and you're not paying attention mm-hmm. to the one-on-one interaction. Because then they don't feel like that person cares about you, and it yeah. throws the entire interaction off. Exactly. So yeah. if you're as bold as I am, you'd say, "Look, you know what? Your handshake sucks. You don't want to <laughs> talk to me. I'm out of here. So bye. I'll chat. I'll chat with you later. You know." <laughs> But getting back on the feng shui, you know, uh, they do say that feng shui is, uh, it translates to wind and water. And I guess it's all about, you know, creating a special harmony within the environment that you live. Exactly. Right. So doing different things in your house that's going to uh, bring in the positive vibes as opposed to the negative vibes. Bring in the peace and love in that. So you have a nice, peaceful home environment. Exactly. I I think so. And, you know, and in the East, you know, it's funny because they've got different concepts. I guess it's a style of living. You know, I was in China um, back in October. And I went to uh, Beijing and I was in Shanghai. Oh, wow. And Beijing shocked me. It wow. really did. Because How we so? went to the temples. Well, we went to the temples, right? And there's so many temples. <laughs> like the, the the amount of land with temples is is unbelievable. Wow. And people don't come and bring in incense, like burn, you know, a stick of incense. Mm-hmm. We're, we're talking an entire bundle of incense. Actually, some people are bringing in three bundles and they're actually standing there burning three complete bundles of incense. So there's wow. probably like 50 incense sticks. Seriously. And, wow, and that that's one crazy. Per- yeah, and, and, and the smoke. Like, I mean, if you try to take pictures there, it's very hard because there's so much incense Everything being looks burned. all smoky and everything. Yeah. The smell must be very powerful then. It is really powerful. <laughs> I can believe it. And, and then they have a, a full-time person that keeps coming back with his pail and his, his metal pail and his metal shell, okay. a shovel because he's got to keep taking the remains of the incense out of the big container there. Because, exactly. Yeah, because it just fills up so quickly because there's so many people coming. Wow. Yeah, it really shocked me. But, you know, again, like that's a religious belief. So I'm Mm -hmm. not sure if it falls under the superstition side. However, rearranging furniture. A rearranging furniture for sure falls into the superstitions. You know, even in my bedroom, I have things organized a certain way. I don't know if it's if it's for superstitious reasons, but uh, I just I like things slightly organized. That's just the way I am. It's it's kind of weird, I know, but that's just how how it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think too it's like okay, maybe what if you went out and you bought something? Would you then bring it home and just put it in that space, or would you then, um, you know, rearrange things to fit to that new article that you bought? Well, it depends what it is. Say it's a big piece of furniture, then I'd probably move things around. Like I recently got a new bed, 
and I, I shuffled a lot of things around in my room. So the room looks completely different than it did before, but everything still fits. It's nice and organized. Right. Okay. Perfect. So, well, I think this is probably something that uh, home decorators and, and people that stage homes, they probably have to keep that at the top of the list. Oh, definitely. That must be yeah. a really tough job. A lot of hard work. Yeah, because they, they actually would have to get into the minds of the uh, the person at the home in order to understand which direction they're going into. Exactly. Well, you know, they talk about flowers. Like if you're bringing flowers into a home, you should never have dried flowers. No, no. Now, that doesn't really help the dried flower market people. <laughs> but, <laughs> but they're suggesting real flowers. Nice and fresh. Exactly. Fresh, it's nice yes. and vibrant and just yes. nice and colorful. Yeah, exactly. And and I gather that it's bringing in a magnetic energy of exactly. good luck and prosperity. And positivity, of course. Positivity. So we talked a bit about the direction. Okay, so I checked onto this. So the de- direction of it. So yeah, basically the north, south, the east, the west, or even a combination of. Okay, so if it's southeast, because east is in there, that's still okay. Okay. Okay, but if it was northeast, because north is in there, that's not okay. Oh, I see. So there's the different combinations, of course, make a big difference. Right, okay, wow. but it's not as bad as strictly north. Okay. Okay. North is the worst one, I guess? Uh, yes, wow. yeah, yeah. And the interesting, so if you own a home, and you know how sometimes the house is on um, on the T of a street? Yeah. Okay, well, there's negative energy if the street ends directly in front of the house. I could, I kind of, I, I understand that a little bit because yeah. the street's ending. It's like almost the story, the chapter's closing. You're at the end. I guess I, so, yeah. Maybe that's the way they look at it. I could don't know. Be. Maybe they're worried about an out of control car coming down that street and going straight into the house above it, in oh. front of it. I mean, there's probably a bit of a safety thing there too. I never really thought about it too much before, but um, yeah, well, you'd get more of a, of a, um, a different movement because if mm-hmm. someone's stopping at the T, they've got to turn left or right. Yeah. Right. Because if they go straight. So maybe it's because of a decision-making process. Could be. I don't know. I don't know what the answers are. So I I do send it out there that if anybody knows the (laughs) answers as to why the house at the end of a T part of the street would be negative energy, please uh, give me an email. It's linda at lindapinazotto.com. I'd love to hear from you. Or a phone call, 416-561-7373. The Kitchen. Located at the rear of the house versus the center of the house versus the front of a house. Now, this part, I honestly, I don't believe this part at all. What's what, what's the? Well, I don't there? see why it would be a superstition. Well, the superstition um, being at the front of the house uh, is not inviting to people coming in because it's like you want to feed them and get them back out again. Oh, okay. I, I understand that slightly. It's kind of, it's it's very interesting. All these superstitions are very interesting. I don't want to say they're weird because it's a culture thing, but they're very unique, very different. Well, I think that the problem to me with that one right off, like I'm looking at being economical. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm going to put all su- superstitions aside. So as a realtor, yeah. okay, because I've been selling real estate for 35 of years course. here. So you're the expert so, here, Linda. Yeah. So here's the thing. Summertime, we're now getting sunshine. Exactly. We want to have barbecues. So we have friends over. We're by ourselves, whatever. What are we going to do? Barbecue at the front of the house? I mean, people want to barbecue at the back of the house. Exactly. So why would you want to carry your food from the front of the house all the way to the back of the house to be able to get to access to your backyard? And potentially fall and drop all the food all over the floor. Yeah. Now you talk about conveniences, <laughs> exactly. right? <laughs> exactly. If your kitchen's, so, you know, you, you pour yourself, you make yourself a glass of lemonade. You want to go sit outside in the backyard on your swing. 
there you go. You're right there. You don't have to walk through the living room. You don't have to walk through the entire house to get to where you want to go. Yeah. And if you're cooking, you know, and you've got small children, you want to keep an eye on them. They're playing out in the backyard. You can stand in your kitchen. You look outside the window. You keep keep an eye on them. But you can't do any of that if your house has your kitchen at the front door, plus the scents, the smells. Exactly. You know, I mean, it's the first thing you're going to hit the minute you walk in the door. You know, it's common for backsplits to have that style, but I don't think it was uh, created because of superstitions. I think it was created just because that's what it's called. It's called a backsplit. Well, that's my my grandparents. They live in a backsplit, and so the kitchen's in the front. Right. And I guess that's, yeah, like you said, that's just the way they were built. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, the best that they could do is probably have a door that would lead you to the side and maybe have a side patio. Which they do. Which they do. (laughs) Exactly. You're just basically, have you seen my grandparents' home? (laughs) I watch out for your grandparents. (laughs) Now, they probably have, um, and then they overlook, you know, I don't know if they will, but a lot of backsplits will overlook a lower level, which is your rec room or family room downstairs. Mm -hmm. And then you've got the three different levels. But, But yeah, I mean, then, yeah, if you have a side door access entrance, like I have a listing right now it's beautiful property it's out in Meadowvale okay and uh, they don't have it they have it in the center of the house oh interesting and uh, it actually is because uh, it's too it's it's to the rear but it is a back split but okay. see a lot of back splits when you walk in the front door that's where you see the kitchen yeah and that's not it when you walk through the door on my listing you go through a lovely hallway and then you hit the kitchen okay but it brings you far enough back but not to the back of the house because that's where the kitchen uh, the uh, bedrooms are but there's a door for the patio, and there oh, you have I a see. beautiful private patio at the side of the house. And okay. You can barbecue and great layout. So it's almost like your backyard. It's at the side of the house, kind of. Um, well, no, they have a patio at the side, and then they continue. Their, their yard is massive. It's like oh, 55. I, um, I think it's like 155 by 120, which is oh, wow. uncommon nowadays. Yeah. Wow. Oh, of oh course. yeah. No kidding, eh? Because they're constantly building. You know, houses so close together. No one really has a big backyard these days. In That's the new probably homes. a superstition of the builder, <laughs> or does it have something to do with? profits <laughs> <laughs> who knows who knows i am superstitious i'm going to build houses 28 feet apart from one another because i think it's bad luck to put them further apart <laughs> <laughs> yeah i wouldn't buy that one i think it's more on the property land you know I that they so. judge the the um the price of the land is on the frontages not the depth okay so the value of the land yeah because if you have a if you have a piece of land that's say um, 50 feet wide mm-hmm. just as i was speaking um you can subdivide it into two 25 foot lots oh, of course okay you couldn't subdivide or a 60 foot you could subdivide into two 30 foot mm-hmm. lots irregardless of whether 110 deep or 100 deep or 120 deep it doesn't matter yeah other than the fact you get a bigger backyard exactly but your frontages so um if you have a hundred feet mm-hmm. you could do three pretty much what three 33 foot frontages yeah right okay or you may get away with four 25 foot frontages okay okay if you had the 100 foot frontage um however if you had say 40 foot frontages that's it it's one property yeah it's one it's one lot it, yeah you can't break it down wow. yeah so see so the value of the land i mean makes a big difference so so yeah that's why i'm saying like 20 25 foot and 28 foot frontages yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you learn something new every day. It's very interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, you know, it's uh, there's another one too, and this is kind of a weird one: toilets, bathrooms, not visible from the front door. I guess maybe because you know it's a private thing. I I don't know what. I mean, wouldn't they have a door? Yeah, you'd think so. So you yeah. could just close the door if your bathroom, if you walk into the house, the bathroom's right. Because I've been into some some houses where you walk in the front door and you see the bathrooms either on the right or left. 
But there's a door. But there's a door, yeah. Maybe it's because they don't want to hear the flushing. But Could you know be. what's gross is when people have a bathroom beside their kitchen. Oh, yeah. That is so gross, isn't it? I it think is. it's gross. It you is. have company over and, uh, you know, you're you're feeding. Everyone's having a great time. They're all sitting around the table and you get up. You've got to go use the bathroom. And the bathroom is like right there. There's no, if, Even though you have a door, <laughs> there's no. it feels like there's no <laughs> privacy. So you've, I mean, you know, how many times does that toilet flush in the meantime? Because, uh, yeah, it, it's no privacy. Not at all. Yeah. Wow. But that's not listed here. So it's not a bad luck thing. It's just probably a bad design. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know, it's funny. If you, um, so we were talking about trees, okay, being in the front of the house. Mm-hmm. Okay. The door to the front of the house should not lead to a door to the back of the house. Okay. So when the good luck comes in the front door... It should stay in the house. It's got to stay in the house. Mm -hmm. So it can't go running straight out the back door. Exactly. It goes in and then out. Right. Exactly. Go in, stay in. (laughs) Right. So you can't have the two doors facing each other. Okay. Okay. That's uh, that's another one that I've actually experienced that with clients in the past. Oh, yeah? Where we've literally gone into homes and they've said, no, that and staircase. The other oh. one was the staircase. Having the staircase directly in front of the front door is a huge no-no mm-hmm. because it lets the good the good luck go up the stairs and straight through the roof. Done. Yeah. Wow. That makes sense. Yeah. I yeah. Can see so that. isn't that something? Very interesting. I know. Very, very cool really? stuff. <laughs> like, wow. Wow. But you know, I think people though, like honestly, I I don't know. Like some things need to be like I get superstitions. But I don't know. Some things need to be wound down a bit because there's something to do with investment value, too. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we got to touch on that one, too, Justin. You know that? Of course. Okay. So course. We'll, we'll, we'll be right back. You're listening to Linda Pinizzato of The Condo Expert. And speaking with Justin Goulet, we're having a blast here. I hope you're tuning in. Linda Pinizzato. She's not your typical realtor. She's your real estate counselor, teacher, and advisor. Whether it's a house, townhome, or condo, when you're ready, she's your negotiator. With 34 years of experience, Linda guarantees that you have the real estate knowledge you need to make the right decisions. Call Linda Pinizzato at Sutton Group Quantum Realty, 416-561-7373, or visit her at lindapinizzato.com. Hello there, you're listening to Linda Pinizzato at The Condo Expert, and we're here at the studio at the Hayes FM. I'd love to hear from you. If you have a story, you want to be a guest on my show, give me an email, linda at lindapinizzato, P-I-N-I-Z-Z-O-T-T-O dot com. You have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you soon. Oh, my computer crashed. Oh no, I've got a virus. Oh, no way, no internet connection. Do you need help? Call IT Mayday, 647-977-7113, itmayday.com. 